everyone. My name is Diane Bao, and I'm part of the podcast team for the Public Health Weekly News Report. So we are just here describing some interesting articles that we found, and hopefully we can give everyone a brief overview of something interesting so that they can learn more about public health and how it's affecting the world today. So I've brought two interesting research articles. Both of them have been published very recently in January and February of 2022, and they're both on supplements. The first one is about vitamin D, and the second one is about melatonin, which is taken usually to help people sleep. So this first article is called the COVID-19 and vitamin D co-vivid study. Essentially, how does vitamin D supplementation potentially affect patients who have COVID? And so among six different randomized controlled trials with a sum of about 550 COVID patients, the authors have found that patients who are being um, treated with vitamin D have lower rates of ICU admission and death compared to COVID patients who are not being supplemented with vitamin D. So the authors of this paper are very careful to point out that this isn't a be-all end-all. We don't have conclusive proof that vitamin D necessarily benefits you when or if you have COVID, but the authors merely point out at the end of the article that we should do more meta-analyses and have larger sample sizes when investigating how vitamin D might benefit you when you have COVID. And so this, while it's great to have about 550 COVID patients, that's obviously not a ton of people. And so we need to increase sample sizes and keep doing research. So I think it's really interesting. I know that there are a lot of issues in terms of uh, regulating supplements and keeping people safe. So obviously this isn't saying like, well, the more vitamin D you take, the, the more vitamin D you take, the safer you'll be from COVID. This is merely just an examination of, oh, we found this interesting trend. And speaking of interesting trends, my second article is about increasing use of melatonin supplements among American adults since 1999. So this article is essentially examining national nutrition surveys that have been published every year since 99, at least the results that are examined in this study. So between 1999 and 2018, every year Americans will fill out the National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey, or it's also called NHANES, I believe. And so on that, people have reported increasing rates of melatonin use. So in 1999 to 2000, 0.4% of U.S. adults reported taking melatonin. And this has increased to 2.1% of American adults in the survey year 2017 to 2018. So obviously 2.1% of American adults, that's about one in 50 people, that's not necessarily a huge problem or anything like that, but it is something to keep our eye on because the authors do add that there's not that much conclusive proof that melatonin supplements can help you sleep. And because of the way that the supplement industry is regulated, it isn't regulated very well, some types of melatonin supplements have more melatonin than they are letting on. And so I believe one of the articles that this uh, paper cites says that in some cases, obviously these are very rare, there have been amounts of melatonin that I believe are 478% higher than the melatonin advertised on the packaging. And so this is obviously not to say like, never take melatonin, it's going to kill you. But we do need to keep our eye on the way that Americans 
uh, buy and consume supplements because in the future, this could be linked to, say, increasing dependence on melatonin. Or perhaps if something were dangerous with melatonin, we'd have to track down like, oh, who has been buying this? Who has been purchasing this specific type of melatonin from this specific pharmacy? And again, it's just something to keep our eye on. And so in the future, past 2018, obviously, we will continue looking at how people are buying melatonin and how vitamin D or melatonin could potentially be affecting people's health. So anyways, this has been the Public Health Weekly News Report. I hope you've enjoyed these two articles, and I will put links to both of them in the show notes if anyone wants to read them in full. But I do think it's interesting to look at the way that supplements affect our health and potentially the way that we consume supplements when we might think that supplements benefit our health. So again, my name is Diane Bao, and thanks so much.